Hi, I'm Polina. And I'm Peter. Welcome to Tap Into the Extraordinary podcast, the accountability circle for go-getters, overachievers and big dreamers. Join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? So uh, this podcast is, is a new one and I'm going to let Polina um, open this one up because to be honest, I think this was kind of your brainchild, to be fair. You came up with the idea and I was like, oh my God, that would be so amazing. And yeah, I'll let you go. Yeah, as everyone else during uh, a global pandemic, what else would you do but figure out more ways to keep busy mm-hmm. uh, on top of my busy schedule? So here we are. Welcome to Tap Into Extraordinary, the podcast. Uh, so it has been something I have talked about for a very long time, to be honest, uh, starting a group podcast of like-minded people where we can share our experiences. And we'll tell you a bit more about what the podcast is uh, about in a second. But I think it will be good for us to start off by introducing each other first and then going into what you can expect from Tap Into Extraordinary, the podcast. And why you should stick around for the next few episodes so starting i can start off uh, so i'm Polina. if we haven't met yet <laughs> uh, i am a global media and marketing specialist um i have worked for multiple brands uh, and media publishers over the years i have over 10 years of experience most recently in xbox um i see myself as a regular overachiever <laughs> and i should probably add that to my cv because it's one of the probably like the most prominent characteristics about me as a person that anyone around me would be able to tell you uh, and i'm also a uk lead for the women's inclusion network so very passionate about equality and diversity in the workplace uh, and i think everyone would appreciate that at the moment as well as culture shaper at Verizon Media. So I am part of the culture team uh, shaping our corporate culture and employee engagement. So, so much about me. Peter, tell us a bit more about yourself. Who are you and how did you, yeah, how did the idea of starting the podcast come about in your life? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm Peter and I have been in financial services for 15 years. So in actual fact, I met Paulina through my account on Instagram and I I started my own podcast in January. She came on as a guest and we started speaking from there. And um, we thought this was going to be a really good idea because I have been in the industry for 15 years in financial services I'm a qualified financial advisor. Um, I didn't go to university or get a degree like most people in my profession have. So my my path through financial services has been through literally just kind of like, well, I was lucky when I got the job in the bank in the first place. And then the rest of it has just been, I wouldn't say luck, but calculated risks. And that has taken me through um, my work in Canary Wharf, um, being uh, an executive at a Fortune 100 company uh, in Canary Wharf. Um, I'm a qualified financial advisor, so I have advised clients before. And now I find myself in a position where um, with 15 years under my belt in the financial services industry, my main passion is financial education, because let's face it, we don't get any of it. And it's important, important, important in the fact that, you know, money is such a big aspect of our life. Not to be taught about it just seems 
illogical to me. So I'm using my expertise and my knowledge to be able to educate people, give people the tools that they need to build wealth and all that kind of good stuff. And I'm on a journey of my own as well to um, build a business that does that, a viable business that does that. And today has been an interesting day, but I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we carry on through this episode. And we can't wait to hear all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so what can people expect from the podcast? Well, this podcast is all of, it's all about go-getters, like-minded people who are currently in a position where you know where you are right now, but you've got bigger designs for the future. And you know that you want to achieve big things. You have goals, you have plans, and you might just need that helping hand along the way, that accountability group, that circle that is going to keep you honest, that's going to keep you focused, that's going to keep you on point to where you want to go, no matter how hard it might seem at given times. And believe me, it will get extremely hard. Um, but we will be the, the two people plus guests um, in other episodes as we get through this podcast to give you that pick-me-up, to give you that circle of accountability, to nudge you along the way. Yeah. And I think the reason why when I was thinking of this podcast and Peter was like the first person I approached for it was we had very similar views on, and we're both very passionate about personal development and growth and we both have ambition, ambitious plans for the future. But I think we still have very different journeys to success individually oh, yeah. in our respective areas and in our lives and very different backgrounds. And I think it's very powerful when you start looking at every personal journey as a lesson and as a role and authentic story behind what success actually looks like because we all know success is not a straight line and if absolutely it is, not absolutely not <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so i think part of what we want to explore in this podcast is the real stories behind what the journey of success looks like and as peter said we're both still even though we are at a good place in life, I would still say that we are aiming much higher than where we are now. So come on a journey with us. And I think we want to be, as we'll be as much each other's accountability buddies as we want to be yours. And we want you to come on the journey with us. And the idea behind the podcast is that we do take you on the journey, but we do also inspire you to hopefully be better and show you that it is doable. Like it, by normal people, who are still doing the trip up the top uh, and giving you the tools and the actual uh, mindset tips, I think, that will help you get there because though the journey may look different for everyone, I think the actual mindsets and tools that you need to get there are very similar across every successful person that you can think of. So we really hope that you stick around and I'm sure you'll find a lot of useful and interesting things uh, over the coming weeks and episodes. Yeah. And I think it's really important for me to kind of, often we live in a society, right? Where social media, well, social media is a big thing, right? So often people on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all these places, and we, it's easy for us to see what everybody else is doing. And Mm -hmm. That is a double-edged sword, in my opinion, because number one, it can be a source of inspiration, but actually we know from statistics that it's actually a source of depression as well. People yeah. thinking, well, I'm not doing what I should be doing. There's someone at a similar you know, age to me doing 
this, which is which could be deemed to be better or bigger. And mm. I think my one point at the start of this podcast is to really drive home the point that success means different things to different people. And you get to define what that success means. Mm. So for some people, it may be the number of zeros they can accumulate in a bank account. Um, for other people, it might be the fact that they just want to be able to go on really nice holidays, four or five a year. For yeah. some people, it might just mean that they want to have work-life balance. For some people, it might be building a business. So for, for some people, it might be being a CEO in a business. It, it depends. You get to decide what it is. And once you've decided what it is, and I'm, we're really going to encourage you, take note of your, of your goal right now, today. When you're listening to this podcast, what is your goal right now? And write down where you are on your journey. Are you at step one? Have you not even started yet? Because what our hope is that through this podcast, by the time you get to episode 100, for example, you've made 50 strides, 100 strides, 120 strides towards your big goal. And like I said, this is all about accountability. We're going to share our journeys with you. I'm going to talk a little bit about my goal and my day today um, to hopefully <laughs> inspire you. So you know that I'm not some guy up on the ivory tower who's achieved so much. I mean, I've done okay, but I feel that I can do more. And you'll be able to see how I progress, how Polina progresses. And I think that's important to know that you're not alone. You are together with us and a bunch of other people will be listening to this podcast in their, in their journey towards success. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, and I think it's really important to own your own strengths and like understand like for years and years, we are told to like improve our weaknesses, like realize, learn what your weaknesses are and work on them. Mm-hmm. In reality, your, your weaknesses, even if you work on them, they'll probably become from bad to okay, a good, let's say level. However, if you embrace your strengths, things that you're already amazing at, and you worked on those, and you put the 10,000 hour work in one of those strengths, then you'll be unbeatable. And that's where like, I think it's important to understand that you'll go much further on your journey to success, whatever that may look like for you, if you go with a group, with like-minded individuals, with your tribe, um, as they say, then you will, if you you went by yourself and this is where you can play off each other's strengths as well and the moment you own your own strengths and use them to your benefit to realize what you're good at and where your passions lie I think you have already made the first step to the, the probably the biggest step to like starting your journey um to your end goal whatever that looks like yeah I would agree with that I think that's a technique that Tiger Woods used and Tiger Woods is what one of the greatest golfers in history and his coach's philosophy was there are certain things that you're really really good at there's a couple of things you're not so great at so let's Mm -hmm. try and improve the things that you're not good at by maybe one or two points but really focus on your strengths and that's really that's the foundation of why he's been so good I mean to have an injury and come back after such a long time out and still win tournaments it's an amazing feat so I think you're right embracing your strengths and I don't think we do that a lot we don't do that enough in society I don't think we're always trying to pick on the little things that we don't do so well and improving those and opposed to actually you're really good at this focus on that and really sort of push forward with it 
Yeah, and I think it puts you in a very different mind frame as well when you focus on the strengths rather than the weaknesses. Mm. You become your own biggest supporter and like it'll give you the momentum you need to like continue to grow and develop because you think that you're already good at and once you start putting in the extra hours and working to them and to continue to develop them, it's much easier to see that momentum that you need to get started and to see some results than it is to as you said, make that 1% improvement on something you're not that great at. Yeah, so absolutely. For me to learn to program and code would take me, <laughs> to do it to a good level, it would take me years. For me to embrace the fact that I'm not so techy and I'll need support when it comes to tech stuff, but I'm good at presenting or I'm good at negotiating or speaking to people, then... I could just focus on that, save myself the three years time it takes to learn programming to a very basic level, uh, not even an amazing level, and just focus on the things I'm good at and then bringing people into my life that can help me with the rest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So here's a little bit of a personal question then, because I'm, I'm willing to share mine, okay? And I know that you've got, you've got big goals. Mm-hmm. What are your goals? What are your goals for this year? Or actually, what are your long-term goals? My long-term goals? Uh, I'll try to keep this simple because I was chatting to Peter before this and I said it would be it, it would be hard for me not to give you three-hour explanation of what my goals look like because this is how much time I put into thinking about uh, thinking about what exactly I want out of my life. And I think it's important to do that, to have that clear image and understand your why. Um and also to understand, like, why do you want the things you want as well? Because mm-hmm. very often, especially now in the era of social media, where it's very easy to be like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. And then someone asks you, why do you want to be a millionaire? And you're like, I don't know, because everyone yeah. wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why they call it influencing, because social yeah. media influences people. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's important to try and keep hold of your, your center yeah. In the midst of all of this, because it's so easy to see stuff on Instagram and be like, I want to do that. Well, why? Does it does it does it really matter? Does it mean anything to you? If it doesn't, then you probably don't need to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's definitely true. Uh so to summarize my goals, I would say I definitely want to be a business owner. Uh I have grown in a family, growing up in a family of entrepreneurs. So I think I was born and raised with that (laughs) like with this as my primary example of what people in business look like and even though I work in the corporate world right now I still think my character me personally would be much better suited to having my own company Mm -hmm. Uh, and having some more of that personal freedom I think to work however I want whenever I want and so on Um, so being a business owner I definitely want to be financially stable and very comfortable. So I'm not going to say how many millions I want, but I do want to be so financially stable that I have good amount of investments to generate, well, to accumulate generational wealth because that's something very important for me. Like Mm -hmm. when I was born, we had nothing. We were very, very poor. So for my parents, knowing how much they are leaving for me and my sister behind, I feel like it's my responsibility to then continue that and like Mm -hmm. only build on it because we were raised very, very well in a very good conditions compared to like the stories that I have heard from my parents of Mm. where we didn't have enough to eat when we were little. So um, 
that is something that, yeah, I want to be very comfortable so much that I think when you're not financially comfortable as well, it does a lot of your headspace and what you think about on a day-to-day basis, as teacher knows very well, money impacts everything in your life. So it takes a lot of headspace to think about like, can I pay this? Can I go on holiday with the family? Well, what sacrifices do we need to make if we want to buy a new car, if the old one breaks? So I I want to have the mental headspace that financial freedom gives you or like Mm -hmm. financial stability gives you. Um, But also to the flip side, I think um, I do want to become someone who has certain amount of influence. Uh, what that looks like, I'm still shaping it. Part of it is public speaking, part of it is building Polina as the brand and like actually realizing how much knowledge I have. And I think this this period of time actually has made me realize like how much knowledge I have. Um, uh-huh. But during COVID, obviously I work in gaming, so I work for Xbox. Uh, gaming exploded. And it, what that made me realize is that I have so much knowledge of an industry that so many people know nothing about mm-hmm. and haven't even tapped to from a marketing or media perspective. And it's such a niche knowledge, yet the industry is expected to explode in the next few years. So this knowledge will be so much valuable, so valuable over time. And I take it for granted right now. So yeah. I'm trying to find that middle ground of like actually taking ownership of all the skills I already have or the knowledge I already have and thinking of like, how can I leverage this to help people, inspire people, um, but also to build certain influence. And when I say influence, I don't want to be a Hollywood star. I do not, I don't need to be at the Oscars. When I say influence and the reason why I want influence is because beyond my business goals, I do want to leave my mark on the world and I mm-hmm. want to have a greater impact. And I already mentioned I'm passionate about diversity and equality. Uh, I'm also very passionate about some immigrant causes. I'm also very passionate about financial literacy and this is how Peter and I met. Um, so I want to have my own charity. I want to have my own community centers one day. And I think the financial stability combined with the influence would allow me to have a much greater impact on the world than I yeah. will at my current place. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm already doing things um, to understand the process, to understand what it takes to make an impact through some of the work I'm doing, for example, with the Women's Inclusion Network. Um, but I know that, for example, if I had, compared to now, if I had a hundred thousand pounds mm-hmm. and I was a well-known public speaker and I was able to speak about the same topic, not just in my company or in my industry, but speak on TED Talks about the same topic. Yeah. The impact that I'll have will automatically be a hundred times bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. Influence, this is where I'm coming from. Yeah. So I think this is more or less top line. And obviously I want to be happy. Just yeah. want to be happy and surrounded by um positive and driving people yeah i never want to be stuck in my comfort zone or be stuck in the same place yeah yeah those are those are very very big goals but being surrounded with with well good people positive people is so so important absolutely i i cannot understate that you've you know i cannot overstate that in any way shape or form Mm. people often don't think of it as a big factor in life but it really really is Mm -hmm. Um, you have people positive people around you 
you're more likely to be positive and progress. If you have negative people around you, they have the knack of really pulling you back if you're not strong-minded enough to not fall within that trap or be aware that it's actually happening. So those two things are extremely important. Yeah. And I think even if you're strong-minded enough, over time, negative people will wear you down. They'll just chip away. You become the average of the five people you spend most time with. Yeah. (laughs) They just chip away at you at the end of the day. It's like the saying that my mate Barbie, and I've told you this before, there are two kinds of people in life. There are radiators and and their drain pipes radiators are the positive people. They're the ones who are spurring you on, who will want you to thrive, who want you to succeed, giving you lots of positivity and that good energy. The drain pipes are those people who just suck the life out of you for for no reason whatsoever than the fact that maybe they just don't like their own existence. And those are the kind of people that you do not want in your circles. You want radiators all day long. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's funny because like my friend asked me, when was it, a week ago, uh, he said, do you think you'll be a millionaire by now if all your friends were millionaires? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Because you'll be surrounded by millionaires. So you'll be picking up their knowledge. You'll be picking up their way of thinking, their way of behavior. Yes, mm-hmm. your circle is what you become. Mm-hmm. So be careful who you give out your energy and time to. Like I'm not saying go out and get all your friends tomorrow because I don't support <laughs> at the same time. Equally, be careful who you spend your time with and like notice how you feel after spending time with someone if you feel drained that's everything they're a drain pipe get rid of them <laughs> don't spend any time with them that's the moral of the story right there <laughs> exactly absolutely so much about me tell me about your goals and your day because i know there's a story there and i can't wait to hear it <laughs> all right okay so um today's been a little bit of a weird day for me so as everybody is aware we're in the midst of covid right now and my career in financial services like i said i'm 15 years in right now and I've had a really great time working for corporate businesses, so on and so forth. And, you know, COVID-19 has hit the industry hard in terms of people being furloughed and all that kind of stuff. And the phone call today, I do not have a job right now. So in a way, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because I've come accustomed to the security that you get with obviously working in, in, in corporate world. Um, I normally get a really good wage. So the earnings are really, really good. And from where I've come from, it's a world of difference. I mean, my background is, you know, I'm Nigerian. I came back to this country, was born here, was fostered from three to seven, came back to this country when I was eight, well, 17 years old, just turning eight, uh, 18. Um, I came back with 50 pounds in my pocket. I've been homeless two times. Um, I've gone through all of that stuff. So be, to be in a position where, you know, I get into a career where I can earn, you know, six figures is really, really nice. And it's afforded me maybe a level of success that, I do appreciate, but I've come accustomed to. And the double-edged sword is the fact that I like that comfort. That comfort is great. It allows me to plan. It allows me to utilize money. It allows me to invest and do all this stuff that I talk about on Conversation of Money, all the stuff that you that you know that I talk, speak about, Paulina. But on the flip side, the whole Conversation of Money piece, which is my baby, um, has been going on for like the last year. I started testing it back end of, well, early last year, 2019, and the growth has been great. And I'm now in that position where I've been wanting to make this transition. So today has been kind of like that double-edged sword where it's completely cut off and I'm forced to like jump. So that's where I find myself right now. So when I, when I, when I look at my goals, um, a very, very high level, my goal is all about legacy long-term. Um, 
I'm 40 now, so I'm probably at a stage of life now where I am probably thinking a little bit different to most people. Um, I had a I had a really bad case of pneumonia last year, which I almost died from. I was very, very lucky. So that gave a little bit of perspective. So my goals are legacy. So when I say legacy, one of the things that I'm extremely passionate about, which is why you and I were speaking, Paulina, is the fact that financial education does not exist in this country. And I think it's it's a travesty. Like, most countries, I would say. Yeah, yeah. That needs to change. So I've spent 15 years in 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 financial services across retail banking, corporate banking, wealth management. I've advised, you know, clients on investment, pensions, all the like. I want to leave my mark in terms of changing the way, number one, financial education is administered, how people access it, and ultimately empower people to make the best financial decisions by number one, knowing what it takes to build wealth. So conversation of money for me is a really, really big piece of that legacy. I want that to be a recognizable brand, a recognizable company, alongside my own personal brand that will empower people going forward. But beyond that, looking at personal life, I just want balance. Uh, last year, that definitely that definitely kind of woke me up. I was accustomed to working stupid hours in the day, every day, almost every other weekend because it just became second nature. That's the kind of environment I was in. Um, Balance is very important for me. I want to have a little bit more balance. And I know that going into this situation where now I'm starting conversation of money as a business, that's probably going to trail off, but I need to maintain that as much as possible. My big goals are legacy more than anything else and building out conversation of money so it's impactful to the people more than anything else. I'm not the kind of person that chases money. I've never been in that um, kind of mind frame. I've always had this notion that you do good work and then money comes as a byproduct of it. And uh, that may be a little bit of a contradiction and something that I may come to regret when we look at business specifically. Um, But it is, it is true to my personal values. And I, I, I definitely want to be true to my personal values in whatever it is that I do. So, yeah. Yeah. And I strongly believe that like, if you add value and once people start seeing the value in what you do, um, money comes it mm-hmm. follows it genuinely follows so i think especially in the last week i have listened a lot about this um just different famous people or successful people should i say not necessarily famous but successful people talk about that and they all speak about the beginnings of their journey and how they were very money driven it was all about like how much money can we make and then you very quickly get to a point of burnout and crashing because that's not your values your mm-hmm. values is why did you start this business to help people and to educate them like on financial literacy? Why did you start a podcast to inspire people that you didn't start it to make money? So like very like your why, why did you start a specific business? And it's like Simon Sinek says, every company should start with their why. Why something? It's not your why should never be make a million. It should be, why are you doing this? Because what's existing is not user-friendly and it doesn't help and it's like it's not what people need. And yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think certainly with my expertise, one of the things that I've seen in my industry, and I'm talking to the sector specific now because this is what I know, right? But this has been my frustration with financial services. Everybody is concerned about the people who already have money. And I get it because from a commercial point of view, those are the guys who've got money. So you manage their money, you can make money, right? But I think it's just, it's, it's, it's almost criminal that if you're aged between the age of 25 and 45, there is nothing for you. Google, 
Google, yeah. go Google stuff. And then you're left to decipher all of this gobbledygook that you find on the searches. And it's like, who has time for that? Like if I did, seriously, if I didn't work in the industry that I work in, there's n- I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't understand anything that I read on Google, let alone watched on YouTube. And YouTube's a completely different animal of its own. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody cares. Like the industry doesn't, re- the banks don't really give it, they don't care. They just don't. They just want to go for the money. And I think that that's completely wrong. Um, and that's where I get really passionate and quite angry about it sometimes because it's like, what are you guys doing? Like there's enough money sloshing around for you to invest a little bit of money to mm-hmm. help this mm-hmm. group of people so they understand what they're doing. But they don't do it because from a bank's point of view, well, the more they use the overdraft, the more money we make. The more they use the credit yeah. card, the more money we make. So they don't want to teach people how to budget effectively. Why would they? But then again, that's like the short term, they only have a short term vision, really, Mm. because if you educate these people, these young people on how to manage their money, then in the long term, they'll be earning much more. So they will be spending much more and equally, there will be more money for everyone. So this is just like a very short term vision. It's kind of, I don't think they're looking at the bigger picture of but how much more, yes, you lose some money on overdrafts right now, but how much more money would you be making when all of these people are in over a hundred thousand? Absolutely. Absolutely. But those are my goals. And I, I would encourage everyone who's listening. What are your goals? Do you know what they are? Be clear on them because clarity is really, really important. Like when I was working in Canary Wharf, one of my big goals was I wanted to buy a house and I was working probably 67 hours, 60 to 70 hours a week. I was in the car. I was doing 50, 60,000 miles a year properly working this is every day including weekends and in those days when I was you know working at one one o'clock two o'clock in the morning I had a dream board which had a house on it and I could tell you what the house was was like like literally could have walked you through the house so my challenge to you is what is your goal can you see it clear enough the clarity that you have will help you when you've had a really shit day where it gets really really difficult that clarity will remind you why you're doing it. It will give you that pick me up. It will give you that. I'm going to keep doing this because that's why. And this podcast is going to help you with accountability. So all the things that you know, you need to do on the journey to your goal, keeping you honest around, have you done them? Why didn't you do them? Are you self-sabotaging? And we're going to have an episode on that, you know, really keep you accountable to help you progress towards your, your goals. Like we are. Yeah. Yeah. And just, this is a perfect time to tell people what to expect from the podcast other than what we hope to achieve with it and how we hope to make a difference in your lives. Um, I think from every episode podcast, or at least our plans for now are to have a different topic. So Peter and I will meet regularly and we'll come up. We already have a list of a few topics actually, because there's so much to talk about. So every episode will be on a different topic and as we said, we are keeping our word. We want to be your accountability circle. So at the end or at the start of every episode, depending on what episode you join in, uh, we'll have t- a few minutes on accountability circles. So what that means is Peter and I are going to share, just like we did now, but with even more actionable steps, because this was more of a top line of what do we want to achieve uh, over a lifetime actionable steps and our goals for the next couple of weeks so 
the podcast will be coming out bi-weekly and every two weeks we're going to be catching up to cover a new topic but also to hold each other accountable and ask you to do the same thing with us like share with us what are your goals do you want us to keep you accountable like do you struggle with like finding how to break down a big goal do you want us to talk through this on the episode um we we really want to give you the tools to achieve those big goals because i think very often where people fail is one they don't share their goals out loud they just keep in their head and i think Mm -hmm. that you're already giving yourself a 50% excuse not to do it because yeah. you don't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Who will judge you if you don't do it? You're the only person. And yes, you may feel bad, but you can get over it because no one knows. Uh, <laughs> so I think big part is actually sharing it out loud and saying, I'm committing to doing this for the next two weeks. And then it also helps you to where accountability is really useful or for me personally has been is bite-sizing huge goals. Yeah. As we said, I'm a regular overachiever, which means I always take on way too much (laughs) and I have huge goals as we just covered. So if I just said, I want to have a legacy or I want to make an impact. Okay. That's great. But how, like, where would you start from? What would you do weekly to get, that big goal because we know the the difference between being successful and unsuccessful is the ten thousand hours that you put in in between yeah those ten thousand hours where you do the daily steps the boring things that people don't want to talk about or don't want to think about because that's where the work actually takes place or the magic takes place before you become an overnight success so this is what we want to cover in our accountability circle at the end of every episode is like actually go through my goals, go through Peter's goals and talk about like, okay, you want to be healthier. What are the three steps you're taking to be healthier? Because we want to be accountable and we want you guys to keep us accountable, but equally we want to build a community of like-minded individuals. So we're here to help you through this journey. Yeah. And I think in terms of practicality for this show, obviously you can't phone into us. You're going to be listening to us every single, you know, bi-weekly. And I think one tip that I could give you, and I would encourage you, please go and do this. Go and get yourself a little notebook, right? Mm-hmm. Write down what your goal is, right? And when you check in with us, because we're going to be doing this as we speak to each other, right? Polina, my goal for this next couple of weeks is I need to do X, Y, Z. These are the things that I need to do. And Polina's going to call me out if I don't do them. I'm going to call her out if she, she doesn't do her stuff. And you can use your little notebook. <laughs> yeah, you can use your little notebook to check in whether you've done what it is that you are supposed to do in order to proceed to your goal. And like Polina said, we will have weekly topics that we're going to talk about. If you want to suggest the topic, there's something that you want us to cover, then feel free to email us. There'll be notes in the show notes for you to make contact with us. You've got We're going to be on IG as well. So let's keep this as open as we possibly can. But Again, make sure that we're being honest and truthful with each other because there's no point in cheating yourself and accountability. You're not going to achieve anything. So, Exactly. Exactly. Results speak louder than any commitment to words. So we all know at the end who's actually followed or not. Yeah. And, it's, and really, guys, it's going to be a case of like, can you look yourself in the mirror? If you know that you said you were going to do something, you lied, and you know you didn't do it. Like, what is the point? Can you really look yourself in the mirror? And if you can then I don't know about you, but I definitely can't look myself in the mirror because I know I failed myself and I don't like the fact of the feeling of 
failing myself. So, you know, this is supposed to be uh, a podcast where we can have a little bit of fun. We're going to dream together. We're going to work together. We're going to network together. We are going to achieve stuff together. And in order to do that, honesty is really important. Absolutely. Honesty and transparency. Like we may not be there to see you when you decide to skip the daily task to achieve your goal that will get you closer to your goal. But as Peter said, can you look yourself in the mirror and say that you gave it your best? Because if you can't, you need to do better or no find excuses later on. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Have we covered everything? I think we have. I mean, given that this is our introduction episode, uh, I hope we sparked your interest and that you'll join us on the journey. Uh, We promise to be as authentic and as personable as possible. So we'll be sharing a lot of our personal experience. Uh, And I did not know that Peter got made redundant today. So this is a lot of authentic (laughs) content right here. Uh, (laughs) So, um, yeah. Join us on the journey and we'll hopefully show you um, how anyone can achieve anything they want as long as you set your mind to it. Yeah, and please do find us on social media. Um, I think the Instagram is Tap Into Extraordinary. It's the name yep. of the podcast. I mean, the name of Paulina came up with that, so I've got to give her a round of applause. It's an amazing <laughs> um, title. So find us on IG, find us on Facebook. The tags are all the same. Find us on Twitter. Yep. Um, engage with us let us know what you thought about this episode let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what your what your takes are you know we're happy to include those kind of things as well anything to further dis- the discussion and help people grow that's what this is all about it's all about growth yeah and we'll be here learning alongside you so it's a journey for all of us excellent right guys until next episode i think we'll speak to you a bit later on but take care of yourselves and uh yeah catch you later Yeah, speak soon. Bye.